0: It's time for Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dakis.
1: Welcome into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you in our family leisure studios. A short show today, only with you for the next two hours, is Ole Miss and South Carolina, an early tip-off for them at 5.30. So we'll have Ole Miss pregame at 5 o'clock for you and then uh, the entire coverage of the game uh, from then and first tip at 5.30. So quick show for us, two-hour show, uh, Bryant Dacus, Brett Norsworthy, uh, and Johnny Hill with you. I should also remind people uh, we've been having some issues with our uh, video component today, so uh, we will not have the live stream, so let's toss us on the radio or on the app, you can, uh, you can find us there. Uh, but Brett, uh, interesting day today because we both said to each other yesterday, we could spend two hours, three hours, two shows just talking about what's trending topics just because of how newsy it is right now, especially with with Super Bowl week um, and everything gearing up there. But how are you doing this afternoon?
2: I'm doing well, and I feel like we could do the same today. We're going to have a lot of fun on this short show, and I just realized I made a big mistake in the schedule. I sent you 5 o'clock pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off.
1: We're not having a a whole hour uh, pregame, just No, no,
2: no, no, just 30 minutes, uh, tip-offs at 5.30. That's right. From Columbia, South Carolina, it's a big one for both and Mm -hmm. should be interesting to see if Ole Miss can get back on track after winning the big one at home against state. And then really down the stretch of the game Saturday night, Auburn Mm -hmm. really pounded them. And I think in the two games, I I think the two games between Ole Miss and Auburn this year, Auburn categorically proved that they are much better. Yes. And that, that program is further along and Bruce Pearl. Uh he he's playing for a final four. Chris Beard's playing sure. to get in the tournament.
1: Sure. Absolutely. I mean, definitely different uh different stages of uh the development of those two programs. But you know, early Old Miss really hung in there and and uh, made it very competitive and then in that second half was really when um Auburn ran away with it. But it's going to be an interesting game. You know, South Carolina now in the top 25 made the big jump to number 15 after a really impressive week, so you got to think that that atmosphere is going to be rocking for the the newly minted uh top 25 Five teams it's going to be a tough environment, and, and we'll just see how Ole Miss uh, handles this road test.
2: And for your mom and dad, and for me, you know, when we think of South Carolina basketball, what we think of—I
1: I, don't—the Metro. Oh, that's right. Oh, my dad loves the Metro. And <laughs> no, my dad I knew start he did. about the Metro. He loves uh,
2: and and the the Metro is one of those things. When you hear it from the old timers, I tell you everything they they tell you about the Coliseum, <laughs> in Tiger basketball, uh-huh. heck, anything, wrestling, anything. Boat show, I can Uh, remember the boat show at the Coliseum. We were just out at the boat show. Anything at the Coliseum was that concerts. Yeah, it it, it was that good. It still needs a wrecking ball. (laughs) It it was that good, but it still needs a wrecking ball. And the Metro was that good, and the Metro was that good immediately.
1: Yeah, wow. No, my dad has told me. Plenty of stories about the Metro ever since I was young. I've, I've known about the Metro because of, uh, of stories of how just great it was and how fun it was to watch. But, um, no, South Carolina not in the Metro anymore, unfortunately, for the Tigers, I guess. And, uh, yeah, that will be a big game. A lot of really good games tonight in, uh, in college basketball involving, uh, top 25 teams.
2: It, it, it is. And, and, and we, we will see how it pans At The Grizzlies tonight mm-hmm. in, in, you know, just most challenging circumstances. Mm-hmm. But Brian, I, I'm I'm officially concerned about NBA TV ratings. Okay, and I've got a batch of them here. So oh. Saturday night,
3: okay,
2: LeBron James, the Los Angeles Lakers, at Madison Square Garden. Could you dream of any better markets?
1: No, those are, the, those are the two, and we talked about it last week. I mean, what was it, Monday or Tuesday, we said, okay, just get ready. They're going to start pushing it like crazy, and even that afternoon it was being pushed already. It was and, like Monday. And
2: the NBA never lacks for push.
1: No, no, not at it all. It never
2: lacks for promotion. It never lacks for, you know, update shows. It has its own network, and I'll get to its own network and okay. something local here as well. So you have LeBron James and the Lakers. Yep. At Madison Square Garden, the world's greatest arena, Saturday night, middle of winter, Uh cold, nobody's nobody's holiday shopping. Most a lot of people home. You have those two big marketplaces. It drew two point seven million. That's about what college game day college game day averages around two four. Yeah. Okay?
1: Okay.
2: So keep that in mind. Sunday afternoon, NFL Pro Bowl. Oh no flag football right
1: yeah right man.
2: i mean kicks and giggles right uh-huh about the most worthless program you can put up there right sure the equivalent of just putting the shield as the old test pattern in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah 5.8 million you man are that's wow. <laughs>
1: i'm sorry wait wait a minute wait a minute
2: Flag the football. Pro
1: bowl this year. Not the old we're not talking about a no, Pro no. Bowl from We're from not talking years Eric Dickerson ago.
2: and Walter Payton in a backfield together really getting hit.
1: Wow. That uh, that That's shocks a- me because I've talked to a lot of people and a lot of them were like, No, I didn't watch the Pro Bowl. Of course I didn't watch Are you kidding me? Who watched the Pro Bowl? Five million people watched it. Man. That's right, incredible. Right, that
2: that two point seven million viewers for Knicks and Lakers on Saturday night prime time, mm. all that, all the Histrionics that go with it. Yeah. Remember, the Liberty Bowl between Iowa State and Memphis drew 3.6 million. Wow! 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 The Music City Bowl. Ugh. anybody want to guess on who was in the Music City Bowl? I was
1: about to say, I I, I was Auburn in it. No, Auburn didn't.
2: Uh, uh, Auburn wasn't. Auburn wasn't. Let's
1: go. I don't know, correct, I don't know the other team. <laughs> I, that was a wild guess on Auburn. I don't know the other team.
2: Well, Auburn was in it. Hugh Freeze was not because he'd already taken off for for the season to start recruiting. Remember, he said he wasn't really (laughs) the the bowl didn't really matter that much to him, (laughs) which is always amazing. Whatever motivation when you lose, it didn't matter, Uh but when you win, you 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 want coffee table books. That's right. They played Maryland.
1: That's right. Yep. Now I'm remembering that.
2: It drew two point six million.
1: Wow, wow. A, a bowl game it, that I can't even remember or, a, or didn't even know it, played in an
2: afternoon around the holidays. Wow, that's crazy, man. That's a great
1: stat, man. I couldn't tell you what day the Music City Bowl was on. I couldn't Me tell you who played. I couldn't tell you who won. Who I was remember in a it? A single minute of it, and it Friday,
2: wow. Friday. Now I know it was on NBA TV, uh-huh. and and that's that's niche. Well, yeah. I understand that. I mean it some don't have it, but if you want to get to it you can. Yeah. It was the Grizzlies and yeah. Golden State. Yep. The Grizzlies having you know nightmarish year, but Golden State, Steph, the pop they bring. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and eighty
1: four thousand. Yikes. Dang. Yikes, that's not good.
2: Compared to the PGA Tour stop at Pebble Beach oh, on that. on the golf channel. Yeah. The Nishius of Nish. Literally. I mean, I can't get enough niche in there with this for <laughs> nicheiest. Four hundred
1: sixty-two
2: thousand wow. on Friday afternoon.
1: Afternoon, yikes! Afternoon, ugh, that's Dang. not good. On on Golf Channel. Let's not forget on, on channel Golf Channel. I it. <laughs> wow, I would <laughs> I, I, I would like
2: for people to name me three people uh-huh. on Golf Channel.
1: Yeah, no, can do, can do. and Brando
2: and Chamblee, and you got two more guesses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Um. Wow. Those are those are not great numbers, Brett. Th-
2: they're not, no. and and I, I I think it's past time for the NBA to say everything's okay mm. in in this next media rights deal. It's not okay. It's not. Pe- 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 people aren't watching, and and I'm going to bring this up often, especially to people that w- that do not believe this, yeah. that do not believe me. Mm. They do not believe that game day averages what <laughs> LeBron and the Lakers and the Knicks on ABC. Yeah, on Saturday night, what it does.
1: So, what do you think goes? What, what do you think goes into those low numbers? Because I mean, like you said, I mean eight, on ABC on a Saturday night when it's been pushed all week long, the biggest markets, the biggest star in the game, and you draw that.
0: Well, to the
2: positive, to to football, to college football, to game day, to flag football, we are a football country. Absolutely. It's irrefutable. It's going to swap almost everything, almost every time. Mm -hmm. And another thing, the NBA is a lot more sizzle than it is steak. Mm. And I think people have recognized that. The NBA badly badly they're never going to do it needs to cut games down to about 70 games mm, yeah. 35 home 35 road and with that if the salary structure gets cut then so be it mm. I, I i don't i can't believe anybody would expect to be paid the same thing for 70 work days <laughs> they, they <laughs> well, get for 82
1: seems like uh, seems like basic math there but would know, be you'd be surprised
2: and and it, the you know the NBA if you, if they just did that twelve that would cut out easily the October start Sure, yeah it would cut out into November start mm. uh, it, it, it it would get back to where it used to be on, on starting date around around tenth of November or so mm. and they still played eighty two
1: sure. but it's
2: too many games and it, it, it's it, it's always there
1: yeah yeah. Interesting. I I did not know about these numbers. So that's... It,
2: it it leaves it never leaves anybody wanting.
1: Right. Right. Interesting. Wow. I I'm just still shocked about the the golf channel number and the Let outdrawing NBA TV and NBA basketball game on NBA TV.
2: I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. People want to double check me. I love everybody, everybody wants to check everybody. Disprove yeah. me. That's what yeah. I'd like for you to do. Disprove it. But I can say, go, go to Paulson Sports Media, yeah. and it's all there. Yeah, if you okay. want to find it, you can find it. It's not hard to find. It's, it's not hard don't, to find. They, John.
1: Don't, they don't want to find it.
2: No, it's they bad. don't. And 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 I, I don't. I don't say it running down anybody. But this is the facts. Yeah.
1: Yeah the facts and i mean you brought them well i'm i'm still shocked i'm left speechless and and
2: and and a lot of that bunch that you can't convince with this in their face will tell you oh boring old golf why who who in the world would watch that boring old fuddy-duddy bowl games around the holidays who would watch that (laughs) A lot more people than more watch LeBron than, and in yeah. and, and, and the, the Lakers and the Knicks. That's who
1: more than are watching the NBA. That's Man, hard that's to just believe. amazing. That Pro Bowl stat is very amazing. I Five point eight million. Yeah, I didn't crazy. even watch it, and I, I didn't watch
2: it. I watched the NBA. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're, me. You're part of the number. How about yeah. that? <laughs> you, you,
2: me and you both. Wanted <laughs> yeah, to watch golf, but I mean the Pineapple Express about to blow away oh, Pebble Beach in the Monterey Peninsula. Yeah, Man, I, I, I learned
1: about a uh, atmospheric river this week. I, I never good, never good. You no thought no about atmospheric idea. river, Dave? When I I when I was producing Dave yesterday, he was like, "Yeah, they had some sort of river or at at," and I was like. What are you talking about? I yeah. have no idea which And then I I like saw I got like an email about it like one of those you know yeah. mail things that comes to my inbox and it was like atmospheric river crashes California and I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And so I record, looked it up. Record
2: snowstorm Crazy. in the higher altitudes.
1: Really? Wow. So a uh, lot of a lot of weather going on over on the West Coast, I guess. Only
2: good thing about it, you go to the US drought monitor and it's it's wiped out the you know, oh, the, great. The, the severe drought years ago, yeah. we, and we had the same thing. Sure. The, really, the last two winters, uh, the the snowpack and, mm-hmm. and the rain. So, really, there there shouldn't be any yeah. w- water re- reduction regulations, right. but it is.
1: Speaking of the uh, the, I guess you could r- wrap this up with uh, with ratings and stuff. Did you watch any of the uh, the start of Super Bowl week? Last night with the player interviews and that sort of thing. I I
2: watched a lot. Mm -hmm. I I watched a lot of of how they do it. That used to just be media night. Now they call it opening night. Yeah.
1: What is it? Super Bowl opening ceremony or something? I I saw some people calling it. And I I saw
2: this morning on one of the early shows. I think CBS. They were talking like I don't know how many people were credentialed. They were talking about the journalist credentialed. (laughs) The, the guy in the Batman uniform. I don't know what he is, but journalist he ain't. I don't know how he got that Capital credential. Oh, there, there, there's right. there's always superheroes people dressed up. Really? There's all. There's all oh yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Um, I was not familiar with that.
2: But. And a lot lot of people get a lot of attention. But it it it, it, it was interesting last yeah. night and fun and it starts the process. Yeah. Did you see where the Kansas City Chiefs player was assaulted by a coyote? Really? No it's n- near their team hotel. You're they haven't revealed the name and I think he's gonna be fine, but Wow. Watch out for coyote. Watch attacks.
1: out for the coyotes. I was not aware that uh that was the, such a problem. the hockey team
2: in Phoenix with right. the yotes. Uh,
1: that's right. So uh, maybe it was one of their players, and they're just calling the coyote. I don't. know. How are they this year? Uh, they're terrible. Um, they always they do are. Have a, they do have a really good young player, but they're they're. Are they in bad.
2: bankruptcy? They have been a couple they, times. They are, and they're looking for they're a new constantly. Home. Are they,
1: they are? They're constantly looking for a new home. They might go to Salt Lake City. They might build a new arena. It's a mess with the coyotes, Brett. Well,
2: I'd put them on cash only if yeah. I'm anybody, any any uh, vendor with them.
1: Too uh, <laughs> too much to to bore people with. Um that's for sure. It's, it's how, how are my how are
2: my maple my leaves doing?
1: Your leaves are, are, are doing well. They uh they had a ton of all star. But I don't know if you know this. We had the NHL All Star game over the week. In Toronto. In, in Toronto, and there's a I, lot of maple Leafs on uh I saw the commercial. All-Star. I saw the
2: space needle. Yeah. Can't can't wave a towel without hitting a space needle now. <laughs> Seattle, Toronto. Everybody's got a space needle. Space uh,
1: and Brett, I'll say this. I watched more of the NHL All-Star Games uh, because there was multiple then I did the Pro Bowl um, Multiple, right. yeah, they they do like I didn't know they man. break it up into teams. It's three on three hockey, and so you got four teams, and then you play semifinal games. And
2: Is it an in season, season tournament?
1: Uh, basically, I mean, I would say it's almost better. It was more entertaining. <laughs> right. than See season season I get tournament. a banner. Uh, good question. I don't know. Team Matthews won. He plays for the uh, that Austin Matthews plays for the uh, for the Maple Leafs. So that's one of your guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew that. Yeah, Austin, yeah. yeah. So.
2: Austin Matthews. Matthews there you
1: yeah. Go. Oh, nailed it, Brett. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, they 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 have some work to do, but they're in a while card spot right now Are they
2: leading the East
1: No no, no. far Who, Who's who's leading East and The Boston Bruins are leading the East
2: well, they were this time last year, too, um, and were Mr. Big that's right, and that's got right. beaten in the first round. And who had that upset You didn't when we did uh, hockey Mr. Picks? Hockey, Brad. Mr. I mean... Hockey. <laughs> Mr. Hockey. If, Mr. Oh, hockey, oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Johnny, NASCAR. Johnny,
1: get ready. Oh, NASCAR, right around the corner. Uh, clash of the Coliseum was uh, canceled. Be, or no, no. It was played a day earlier because of... Uh, I heard you describe yeah, it perfectly.
2: It was crashed yeah, at the Coliseum. Yeah, I
1: completely botched it. You're right. Ole oh, <laughs> opens
2: at the Coliseum in 2025 against USA. That'll be fun. Maybe there's no some crashes that night.
1: No, maybe not. But, Johnny, you would be shocked at, uh, you know, when, when the hockey playoffs come around, we make our picks for the hockey. I mean, hockey guy right here. Brett, if anybody knows hockey, it's Brett Norsworth. <laughs> I, it. it. I love it. I love it. I know He's a hockey guy, man. I, I, I know, know nothing, it, nothing about Brent. it. How I don't, don't you know the, the rules. <laughs> oh, it's a fun sport. Let me I, I don't know
2: the rules of tennis.
1: Well, uh, I can't help you with that, unfortunately. Maybe we'll get Johnny. I don't know the rules of soccer. Well, we need to hey, learn. We, it. Hey, I'm World struggling with you, Brent. Into, To America. Well, that's we gotta learn. 2026, the World Cup. They named all the spots they're coming to, so we got sure on that.
2: Sure did. And 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 I, I want to go somewhere in 2026. Yeah. Okay, the, the finals be too hard. That's going yeah, to be at the Meadowlands.
1: Yeah, that's going to be up in New Jersey. Yeah,
2: at MetLife. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so, but you know, Atlanta's gonna have some games. Dallas gonna Miami, have some games, Mexico Miami, Mexico City. That's right. Toronto, that's right, Seattle, Toronto, and Seattle gonna have some games. So we'll get all the space, space needles, needles in there, everywhere. There you go. There you go. Well, let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. Like I mentioned, a shorter show today. Uh, Three thirty. Dave Voloshin, the voice of the Tigers, will join us talk about the Tigers' win over Wichita State and the road ahead as uh, they go on the road later this week on Thursday. Thursday uh, to take on Temple. Three forty-five. We'll talk some Super Bowl as it's Super Bowl week, and of course, in uh, in Las Vegas style, they made a big show of of opening night last night. Four o'clock. Brent Beard from First Coast News in Jacksonville will join us to talk some college football. Four thirty. Big number of the day. Four forty-five. We'll wrap up the show uh, with uh, Taco Bell crunch time. Obviously, since we're out early today, no Beau Marchant today, like he usually joins us, but obviously. Obviously, Super Bowl week. we got to talk to Bo. He will join us tomorrow afternoon, so we'll still have Bo on before the big game. We're out early, 5 o'clock. Ole Miss at South Carolina pregame, then at 5.30. Tip for that game. Uh, but let me also remind you, we're sitting in our family leisure studios where family and fun come together and get over there for the floor model sale. All floor model patio sets are priced to move. Wicker sofa set, under $2,000. Closeout patio cushions, as low as $25. Pool tables, under $1,500. Theater seats. Scene- under $2,000, 4 person hot tubs under $5,000. Infrared and traditional steam sawn is now 25% off. And Get ready for summer and purchase your above-ground pool right now to get first in line for installation. That special financing, it's still available. So head over to Family Leisure 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40.
2: Johnny Hill, tennis expert producing. Brad yep. Dacus, hockey expert That's producing. Right. Brett Norsworthy, soccer expert. Go. Uh no, cool. d- Dacus, co-hosting. I'm sorry. Oh, we got. And- And I'm co-hosting it, Uh and I'm, I'm, I'm the soccer expert knowing everything about 2026 World Cup. We're with you until five, and then after that, the Ole Miss Pregame, as Bryant said, with the tip at 5.30 at South Carolina. And you can join us at 901-360-8255. This hour of our show brought to you every day. Buy Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at lexusofmemphis.com, the one and only Lexus dealership in town with great offers on all 2024 models and always special leasing options. Drive in luxury and confidence, knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. Stop by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all new 2024 flagship LS500, and you'll be looking and driving in style. You can call them at 901-334-9673. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design, and they make for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing. Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis top story of the day
1: well my top story of the day it's officially super bowl week we had some festivities last night in las vegas and uh, i mean they walked out with with about everything introducing the players it was a uh, an interesting scene uh, as always in las vegas but one thing and they highlighted i saw i think it was over on on nfl network uh, at some point yesterday but they were highlighting this tight end matchup that we are going to see Classic. in the super bowl and I I am so excited about it, and I'm glad that it's getting a spotlight with you know the, the big names and, and everything kind of going into this. I'm glad that these two tight ends are getting the spotlight. Travis Kelsey um, certainly is going down as as the best, uh, one of the best tight all ends of our generation, if not one of the best, the best tight end of all time. I mean, he is unbelievable what he can do, but more of a finesse guy, more of a pass-catching guy, and then the name that doesn't get talked about Probably as much as he should, uh, Kittle on the other side. Unbelievable player, more of a traditional tight end, likes to get physical, likes to block, likes to do the dirty work, but also don't let him get out there in space and 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 make some grabs because he is uh, electric as well. So I mean, when you're talking matchups of, of, of a specific position on two sides of the ball, that tight end position is as good as it gets for the Super Bowl.
2: Gronk set a high standard. Tony yeah. Gonzalez never got I to the Super Bowl. Tony but Gonzalez. I, I think he's the best yeah. tight end of I all time. Too. I don't know Gronk Gronkowski really made yeah. a case. I'd have to go back and look. Both of these guys I think are going to oh, the yeah. Hall of Fame. I know Super Bowl five okay. Colts and Cowboys tied in for the Colts John Mackey. Okay. Seventy five yard touchdown reception. Wow. Tied in for the Cowboys that day at the at the end though, okay. Mike Ditka. Really? Yeah.
1: That's a pretty good tight end matchup as well.
2: I, I wonder but between then and now if yeah. we've ever had both go to the Hall of Fame. That's a good question. You know, I'd, 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 You know, the key will be a lot of those years with Gronkowski because he's going, and and, and we'll see with that. Really good point. Really good point, and quarterback's best friend. Especially when everything's kind of tight early and you just want a little waggle boot, make a completion. Just get into that tight end. Just get something in the scorebook. That's a a good point, Brian. My top story, right there with you. Super Bowl 58. Who will be able to run the ball Mm. in Super Bowl 58 if it – it, it, it feels like San Francisco can only win if they get Christian McCaffrey rolling. Yeah. I don't think they can get in tough, you know, behind the chains for Brock Purdy. His dad, Christian McCaffrey's dad, played in three Super Bowls. One with San Francisco. It was a win over San Diego. He had one catch for five yards. He was in another one with Denver, a win over Green Bay. That was the John Elway uh, helicopter play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had two catches for 45 yards in that one. And then he was with them with Denver in a win over Atlanta. He had five catches for 72 yards. He's never scored. San Francisco must get Christian McCaffrey in that end zone or the Kansas City defense will tee off on Brock Purdy Mm -hmm. and it will be a father-son Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl. Here's the ones that have already done that. They're kicking Colquitts from Tennessee. All right. Dad, Dad with the Steelers. Two sons wow. have, have won Super Bowls. The uh, the family of Bruce and Bruce Davis. Okay. I really wasn't that familiar with them, but they did it with Raiders and the Steelers. Also, Brian Greasy and his son, his son was backup quarterback, really didn't play a lot. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ronnie Lott did, played in the Super Bowl and won it, and his son won it, Ryan Neese, and also, Howie and Chris Long.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Some good names on there. Not top story of the day. Well, my not top story of the day: Grizzlies back in action tonight against the Knicks, and this is really uh, going to be a game uh, of teams that have a ton of stars injured. When you we know the Grizzlies and the injuries they have, an update on uh, the the status report from Grizzlies PR tonight: uh, Aldama, Conchar, Rose, and uh, Vince Williams Jr. are all questionable. Both Jaron Jackson and Tillman are both doubtful for tonight's game. And on the other side, uh, for the Knicks, Quentin Grimes is out. O.G. Ananobi, who they just got from Toronto, is out. Julius Randle is still out. Obviously, Mitchell uh, Robinson has been out for a while and is going to be out uh, for the rest of the season, uh, or at least most of the rest of the season. Um, So it's going to be a lot of injuries on both sides, but it's going to be kind of what we expect every single game from this Grizzlies team. You know what it is. You know that the Stars aren't playing. You know that there's not a ton that you're playing for. You just want to see these guys be competitive, um, play hard, and and improve game by game. And I think we could see that in uh, in Madison Square Garden tonight.
2: My not top story of the day, but it's a big one tonight for both Ole Miss and South Carolina yeah. in Columbia. Ole Miss got the road win a couple of Saturdays ago in College Station, and they need to pick up at least two more somewhere the rest of the way. Columbia tonight at Rupp next week at State February 21st at Georgia March 5th. Tonight and it, and they also somewhere in, somewhere in there they play at Missouri tonight at Mizzou at Georgia probably are the likely spots.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't know if tonight is, is is as likely as even those other two. They're, South Carolina they're firmly in every bracket you see in the the top twenty five if that matters to you. But they're firmly in every bracket out there, and we'll see if Ole Miss can win this one because. South Carolina, they they they've got it pretty easy the rest of the way. They still have to go to Auburn, but they got A and M at home. They got to go to Tennessee. But their schedule's a little easier the rest of the way than Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a fun game tonight. Yeah, early tip off, five thirty, but uh, really should be a uh, a fun game between two of of the more impressive uh, teams, that uh, kind of out of the blue teams in the SEC this year. But that'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead and get to our first break when we come back. We're talking Tigers with Dave Voloshin.
0: We are real sports talk. Sports fifty six WHBQ Let's welcome longtime voice of the Tigers and host of Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings at 10 right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Dave Wolosian to talk Tigers football and basketball with Bryant and Brett.
1: Dave Wolosian joins us now. The voice of the Tigers to talk Tiger basketball. Tigers. Uh, win. Uh, first time in uh, in a couple weeks, the Tigers in the win column against Wichita State. So Dave, I'll, I'll start with this. How did you view that game on Saturday? Did you view it as a team that struggled for most of the game against a team that has one win in conference? Or did you view it as this team really showed kind of their old self in non-conference play, that kind of top 10 team in that final 7 or 8 minutes when they claw back, come back, they look more together as as a group, and end up winning that game,
4: right You must be a devoted listener to my show.
1: <laughs> I am. I love it.
4: Exactly, just about what I am. Do you view that? Let's be honest, as very fortunate to have beat a team on the road by twenty-six three weeks earlier and get fortunate because this team missed two laps and three free throws down the stretch that allowed you to make big plays down the uh, the last seven minutes to win the game? Or do you view it as this team looked like the team that beat Virginia, that beat Clemson, that beat A&M on the road in the last seven minutes of the game? And I, I don't know really which way I can look at it. I'll have to wait and see what happens. In Philadelphia, Penny did not make any substitutions the last seven minutes. They had, I think, eight assists in the second half. They had six of those in the last seven minutes. They did not turn the ball over zero times in those seven minutes, and it was zero substitutions. So what's the rotation going to be like? Will Penny back off, you know, basically substituting four or five guys three minutes or four minutes into the first half? I gotta wait and see on that. I, I do think because Penny said uh, to me on his post game and to his radio show last night that he's found these these guys down the stretch that can win games that look like a top ten team. Now, will he stay with those guys for more time than he's been giving them in the beginning? That is the consensus criticism that Penny has faced in this rough stretch. There's no doubt about it. Uh, so my, my my answer to you is I'll know in the first, say, eight minutes of that game in Philly against Temple, against a team that's lost seven in a row, mm-hmm. do you let your starters get rhythm, do they play minutes, do they build a league?
2: Yeah, and Temple's in next to last place, and Wichita State's in last place in the American. Dave, nine games remaining for the Tigers regular season. To, to secure an, at, an at-large bid, what do they have to go in that nine games?
4: Well, I think it would be really helpful if they went 8-1. and one. That means they would get two quad one wins out of it. Um, you might get away with 7-2 and two if that loss was to SMU's sake, is that's a quad one chance. So if you split in, in, in Texas next week between SMU and North Texas, And you win one of the two against FAU. I I think you got a pretty good chance. If you only lose to FAU and beat them one time, I I, I think you're in. With you know, who knows? Maybe even a sixty because you would finish strong. And some of that will depend upon what happens in the conference tournament.
2: Mm -hmm. Right, and and I think if if that seven and two scenario, I'm, I'm with you on all that. Eight and one, I don't think it's a sweat like last year. Was not a sweat. Now last year, you know, the tournament was so impressive, it really made it even feel easier. But it wasn't before they left for Dicky's Arena. But seven and two, and you win, and it get to the even the finals on Sunday. I don't, I don't think it's a sweat because again, there's going to be sixty eight teams in that bracket. Right.
4: That's that's, that's exactly right. Everybody kind of loses sight of that, and they get to looking at the look net, and we overlook the net. Uh, or we, we, we overanalyzed the that way too much because I'll remind you Memphis is an eight seed, had a 22 net last year, and the nine seed FAU that got to the final four, they had a 16 seed and they were a nine seed. Mm-hmm. A, a 16 net, excuse me.
1: Dave, what do you think this, your ideal rotation, how many guys is your ideal rotation for this Tiger team? I've heard some people say, well, you got to bring three guys off the bench. you got to have Jaden off the bench. I've heard some guys say, I don't want to see Jaden off the bench. How many, who is in that ideal rotation, especially off the bench for this Tiger team? All
4: right, well, let, let's start with the starters, okay? Uh, and I, I I, think he's starting the right way. Mm-hmm. So your starters are, Obviously, Quinterly and Jones. I like Tomlin in the starting lineup. I think he is going to get better and better as the year gets on, as he gets more familiar and more relaxed with everybody, including Penny Style. Yeah. Walton and Dandridge, that's solid. That's five guys. The first guy off the bench is Nicholas Jourdain, and I think he should probably finish things because yeah. he can flat out play on both sides of the floor. Uh, although he has become sort of a liability, much like Malcolm Dandridge at the free throw line in close games. So you may have to make substitutions at the end, milking a lead or nursing the lead, I should say, because if you, you want free throw shooters in, you might use that, but I wouldn't do that at the beginning of games. So I, I say Jordan, uh, Jordan is your sixth guy. Now I'm confused on seven and eight, um, I, I, I'm i not sure where you put Jordan Brown mm-hmm. because we haven't really seen what Jordan Brown can quite do yet. No. When he is in, if you look, you go, really? He played five minutes and he had three rebounds. Wow. And he had an assist in that game. Yeah. Wow. And he made both free throws. And then <laughs> he didn't play again. He's played in three games. He's played less than five minutes a game. And he's only played in the first half in every game. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think I'd give him a shot. And, um, you know, I, I think Jaden Hardaway, I, people are going to cringe. I don't, I don't really care. I think Jaden Hardaway does the little things. And, um, you know, if you want to go defensive, you could go Carl Sharon Fott. As much as I like Jalen Young, I think Jalen Young, he's shown me in the minutes that he played, played in every game, and he's played about 11 minutes, uh, I, I don't think he's a necessary piece. Right. I would love to know what his plus-minus is for the whole year because that would be kind of an interesting analytic to look at, and I, I don't know it. But my my suspicion is I'm not using him like I was anymore. Mm-hmm. I I would I would I would put Jaden Hardaway in his place.
2: Dave, who is the best team in AAC play you've seen the Tigers play in person?
4: Ooh, uh, yeah. we, we I don't think we've seen the best teams. Maybe SMU. Maybe SMU. The problem with SMU is they play hard. They're physical. They've got some athleticism to them. They they really don't score very well. They're not a good offensive shooting team. So the only way they seem to get offense is second-chance points because they're a great rebounding team, and they will turn you over and get points in transition off turnovers. That's how they score. And if you stop that, you th- they're not going to beat you. The, 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 I, I think the they play a little too
2: fast, team. Dave. I don't think they're they're talented enough to play as fast as they are. I think they should be more deliberate. They're 49 in the net though. And that that you you you're, you're probably right. That's the best team in conference the Tigers have faced. Right. Now
4: the, the the best teams are still to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I've watched Charlotte on on TV several times. I mean, that's that guy's doing a heck of a job, that coach. Sure what, is he is. from Australia? I mean, he's an interim coach mm-hmm. who's done a heck of a job. Yeah. And they're they're not a bad team at all. And then, uh, you know, obviously FAU. We haven't seen North Texas. I don't know. I certainly don't think Tulane or UAB are amongst the, the best. We just played poorly. Memphis just played poorly against them. And... and um, now I got to say I think USF is better than everybody thought they were going to be. Oh yeah! Just look at the Florida State game and look—they had Memphis contributed, but they came back from twenty in the second half to win that game. Yeah, now it takes time yeah, I, do. it takes a competitive I, spirit to do that. It takes a will to win did, to do that.
2: I just can't give a team too much credit that lost to Maine and to Hofstra. <laughs>
4: well, but but when they lost to Maine and Hofstra sets, look when they played them. The, their, yeah, their, I, their, I know, their but if, play-by-play guy Jim Lighthall, he he said to me, they really understood what this new coach wanted from them and how to play together at Florida State. That was the turning point for them, and they played pretty well since then.
2: Yeah, but if we're going to give Tigers credit for November wins, we got to discredit main or Maine and Hofstra and South Florida November losses.
4: Well, I'm not sure we're getting credit for those, those, those number of wins against Michigan or Michigan or Arkansas anymore, are we? Huh.
2: Getting credit for Clemson in de- in December.
4: Huh. Yeah, well, you know, Clemson, boy, Clemson's lost a couple tough games, like they got robbed at Duke. But look at Virginia. Virginia's the most impressive win of the year. Look
1: what Virginia's doing now. Yeah, huge win for them, though, last night in Miami. Turned that into a quad one, so big for the and, Tigers and, there. and
2: poor Jim Laranego looked like he checked out yes, last night. Yes,
1: he did. Yeah, that was not fun to watch. Uh, Those are tough times there. Yeah, really are. They Um, were in the Final Four last year. Crazy. I know. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, wild turnaround for them for sure. I'm curious, Dave, you know, it feels like uh the past couple of teams the Tigers have faced were, were saying the same things about them. Rice, it was, oh, this is a one-win Rice team, bottom of the conference, not very good. Tigers go out there and lose. You say the same thing about Wichita State, uh, one-win in conference. You go out there, you really struggle, you do win that game and play well at the end. Both those games were at home, though. This Thursday, you go on to the road to a Temple team um, that has won, won one game in conference, at the bottom of the conference. Um, what did you say? have lost seven in a row, have not been playing well. What do the Tigers need to do on the road, and how do you think they will respond in this road game Thursday night?
4: Well, I, I, don't, I don't think Temple's a very good rebounding team. So I, I think the first thing they have to do is they have to respect the opposition and play with intensity right off the bat. I think they will. Mm -hmm. For a team that just lost for Rice at home and probably should have lost to Wichita State at home and proved something in the last seven and a half minutes, maybe to even themselves the way uh, JQ, Javon Quinterly, and uh, David Jones was talking after the game was over. Mm -hmm. I I I think you come out with intensity, and and then I I, I wonder what Penny's gonna do with that rotation. If he lets those starters play more than three minutes and five seconds to begin the game and get a rhythm, um, you know, I, I think that's gonna be a part of it. What's his philosophy gonna
1: be with this? Yeah. Yeah, well it's gonna be fun to see uh, what they can do Thursday night on the road. But Dave, thanks so much as always be for safe. joining us. We'll do it again next week. Hey, you guys didn't
4: even mention the fact that uh, Ryan Silverfield was the Tennessee Sports Writers Association. That's right. Good point. Coach of the Year and Seth, Seth Henigan Hennigan was the Player of the Year. That's right. Ten wins, man. I, big. I, I honestly, we only
2: defended him all year, didn't we, Brian? <laughs>
4: That's right. I really, I, I mean this sincerely. I'm kind of joking with you guys, but I, I do hope that there is more appreciation for
0: Ryan. You and mean and me
4: too? I, I think. There's a little disconnect, and I really don't understand why, mm-hmm. but I think there is. But to win 10 games, to win the AutoZone Liberty Bowl against the Big 12 team, and to do it the way they did, I mean, I'm glad that the sports writers appreciate it. I am that, too. I hope, I hope these fans, I hope they start to get that appreciation.
2: D- Dave, I was impressed by the three losses. Those were the three really quality yeah, teams. Absolutely. And and, 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 and and you you know we did Brian and I shouted it all year mm-hmm. that I you know I, I think people should collectively lay off Ryan Superfield. Dave we need your Super Bowl prediction if you give given unless you're saving it for dr- drama sake Friday. Well,
4: I, I I can do it both ways. i I'll be right. I'm really torn. I, I, I am. I'm I'm totally torn because other than the Chicago Bears, I have always liked in the NFL going back to Kezar Stadium in Golden Gate Park. I've yep. always liked the San Francisco 49ers. I love Joe Montana. I love Bill Walsh. I've always liked them. My One of my favorite teams is in the AFC has always been back to Hank Stram, the Kansas City Chiefs. And I love Patrick Mahomes. And I love Andy Reid. So I really like both these teams. I think you got to go with the ball club. I mean, every. Everybody goes. How great that that Kansas City offense is. San Francisco scores a, a touchdown more and has like forty-seven yards more per game. On the other hand, Kansas City actually has a little slightly better defense. Nobody mm. knows that. Yeah, that I think the line is about right. I'm just going to go with the fact that this is the fourth Super Bowl in six years um, for for Mahomes. And I I, I don't know. I just got a feeling the way fates work. This guy is going to be working on becoming the GOAT. I'm going to say Kansas City is going to win this game. But I think it's got the makings of one of the great Super Bowls of all time.
1: I think you're right. I'm with you on that. Give give us a score.
4: I'm going to go with the same score Jeff Moore said today. I'm feeling his thunder. (laughs) He said to me on the air 30-27. I love that score.
1: I like that. You got it. That would be a fun game be a really fun game. Well, Dave, safe travels to Philly on Thursday, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.
4: All right, and Brett, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning,
1: 10-25. Can't wait. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. You got it. Dave Wilotion, the voice of the Tigers, joins us every single week to talk Tiger basketball, Tiger football, voice the Tigers with us as always. Well, we need to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we've already talked a little bit about the Super Bowl, but we'll talk about Super Bowl week and the big game on Sunday. We'll do that next on Sports Time.
0: Add a little fun to your lunch break. Join Johnny Radio for Sports 56 Happy Hour from 11 to 1 every weekday on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus.
1: Mm. Welcome back again to Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you in our family, Leisure Studios, and it's Super Bowl week. I know everyone is excited, and uh, Brett, we were just talking about and I've been thinking about this all week long, and obviously, we're going to make our picks on Friday. We're going to make our picks Mm -hmm. later in the week. Well, well, you're
2: gonna give me your pick. we're making you, you take a day off Friday. It,
1: yes, y'all are you're forcing me out of the building and uh, <laughs> it's gonna you know I'm not gonna be able to we get changed a lot for one just day just for one day so I, I have to get away but uh it seems like everybody national media, radio TV, betting markets, everybody people I've talked to, everybody is going with the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. and that betting line, Has been moving in favor of the 49ers. So the opposite direction.
2: That's new math.
1: Vegas telling me you better take the 49ers.
2: Yeah. Johnny, what was the consensus in Mobile among NFL personnel?
3: Well, what I was hearing was a lot of people was choosing Kansas City. Wow.
2: Well, we've had four picks so far. We're going to get Brent Beard's yeah. pick at four today, and we're going to get picks tomorrow from everybody mm-hmm. And Thursday. We're going to do ours. We're going to do ours straight up. Yep. I, my straight up, same as my pick. I can give you mine now. It, I, I love the 49ers. Oh, yeah. me too. And, and, and John Harden today on his show – was laying the wood at the right place. Mm-hmm. This game is not about Brock Purdy. Mm-mm. It is not about Christian McCaffrey. Nope. It's not about those great linebackers on the 49ers. Mm-mm. It's not about their rookie kicker. It is about the head coach. Yep. Yeah. It, it is time for him to cash one in yeah. because he's been there Did for he... some
1: notable slip-ups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Falcons and the last one he was with with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And the Falcons. I, that I mean, was that one, Yeah, All he's got to do is
4: run the,
2: ball. run the ball.
1: Run the ball. I mean, it seems like this team is the best out of all of those. I mean, this is, seems to be the most talented. And, and da- Dan
2: Quinn wasn't vetoing any of his plays nah. through the headset. Nope. That, nope. that, that, that was his play calling.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And so, I mean – You've got this opportunity. I know. I, I fully understand the Chiefs, and and this is a an unbelievable run they're on. This yeah. is a unbelievable quarterback, unbelievable players, but that, that's an unbelievable team on the other side with the 49ers as well. I mean, if they don't lose those three straight games in the regular season. I think people are talking about this team completely differently than they are right now because that was really when everyone said, "Oh, this team's human." Before that, it was like, "This team's going to roll through everybody." And then we were like, "Okay, well, they're human. They can they can lose games." And now I think we're undervaluing just how good this team is from top to bottom. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. Like the 49ers, they're just deep at every position, yeah. man. And, and I just don't see how you can't pick them. But they going with Patrick Mahomes, man. It's I mean, hard to hey, beat them. And that's a big, hard to go yeah. against, and and
2: you know if he, if he gets there this time, oh man, <laughs> don't ever go <laughs> against him again. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But and, and his his one loss that was the year the Buccaneers had or, or the Chiefs had all the trouble in the mm. offensive line had injuries, yeah. had a bad day in the offensive line, that's yeah. true. and he was going against Tom Brady. True. The, his other two wins, he got them. I'm not taking anything from him. But mm-hmm. like Brady's seven, a lot of those could have been turned around.
3: Yeah,
2: I agree. The, the three Brady losses could have been turned around.
3: Yeah.
2: I think in the end it probably wallered out about right for Brady. For sure. It's seven and three in, in Super Bowls. I think it's wallered out just about right for for Patrick Mahomes in his two and one in Super Bowls, that game was there to be lost last year, and it was there what to was be it? lost against Jimmy G.
1: It was. Well, well, Brett, what was and it? they got away from the run in mm-hmm. that one.
2: Why put Garoppolo in all those situations when you had Moster rolling that day? That's
1: a good point. What was it? Twenty-one unanswered points in the fourth quarter by the Chiefs. Uh, it, it was.
2: I, 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 I heard y'all verify yeah. that today. John was on a heater yeah. today oh, with yeah. that, and he, he was. I'm driving, going. You're killing it. You're nailing it. You're and, killing and, it. And
1: Brett, that's one for me while I'm producing him. That's one where I just say, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to let him yeah. work. I'm going to let him cook. And uh, you know, if he needs my help, just, he'll ask just for
2: let, it. Just let let it hunt. Let you know, there's a lot of records around sports uh, that, that you know that are, are never going to be broken. There's right. a bunch. Here's one that I, I don't think will ever get touched. Okay, but Christian Ka- McCaffrey might be the guy that can break that can re- peel off a a couple of long ones. And if he doesn't, then I don't know just traditional mm-hmm. NFL tailback anymore will do it. Timmy Smith for the Washington then Redskins in, in Super Bowl twenty two, two hundred and four yards, single game rushing record. Wow.
1: That's that crazy. Was,
2: that was nineteen
1: eighty eight. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't I don't know if that'll ever be broken, but won't we'll
2: ever get touched. No,
1: no but Especially I, in today's time yeah. because they split time so mm-hmm. it's hard. <laughs> And we don't we don't run the ball. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah thing. you don't. You got, Great you point. That's a real quick cool point. That are taking the ball and
2: you're throwing the ball way more. I yeah, Franco Harris in four Super Bowls has the career rushing record for Super Bowls. Three fifty four wow. will never get no, touched. No,
1: never get touched. That's incredible. No, that will never even get close to being. And somebody
2: touched. that size and that speed. Oh, yeah. And, with that wiggle that he could have, oh. and just run over you. Oh yeah! Uh, what, what what a player! Incredible,
1: unbelievable. Athlete. He had a
2: he had a brother at Penn State that was a good defensive back too. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Franco, yeah. Very, very 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 talented. Good family.
1: family. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Uh, well, it's a, a busy week with the Super Bowl, and and obviously a lot of talk all week long about uh, about the big game on Sunday, but before we get to a break, uh, let me uh, tell you, I know uh, Valentine's Day coming up about a what a week from tomorrow, Valentine's Day, uh, maybe you're looking for a date night out for Valentine's Day, or around that special date, well let me point you into the direction of 117 Prime, located at 117 Union Avenue, opening 4pm daily, 117 Prime offers perfectly cooked steaks, uh, cooked your liking over hickory wood for the best flavor in town, and their meat, it's regionally sourced for the best taste so you don't have to worry about it traveling cross-country like at some of these other steakhouses. Pair your steak with a wine from their award-winning wine menu or switch it up with their Wine of the Month. Not a fan of beef? No problem. 117 Prime is more than a steakhouse and offers outstanding seafood like oyster, shrimp, and lobster. Also, get down there right now and enjoy their happy hour, 4 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday for the best happy hour that downtown Memphis has to offer. To make reservations, head over to 117prime.com or give them a call. 901-433-9851 For 117 Prime Perfect spot for Valentine's Day We need to get to a break and wrap up our first hour When we come back, we're talking college football with Brent Beard